Hello, and welcome to Greater Faith. You're listening to It's Time for a Visit, a message from Pastor Isolini. We hope that today's message blesses and encourages you as you go through your day. We're going to start out with Luke 19, verses 43 through 44. If you have it, say amen. For the days shall come upon thee, that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee. Anybody ever feel surrounded? And compass thee round, and keep thee in on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. And I want you to really pay attention to this last phrase here because it's where I'm drawing this thought from this morning. Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. Hallelujah. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we love you. Lord, we're so thankful. Thankful for your word that speaks into our lives every day. Lord, thankful for the moving of your spirit in this service here this morning. Lord, I pray that right now, Lord, if there is any hindrance in our life, Lord, anything that would cause us to not receive or hear the word this morning, that we would lay it down right now and you would give us ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Lord, I thank you for your love and your mercy that is ministering in our midst today. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a great big hand clap of praise as you're seated. Praise God. Look at your neighbor. Tell him you got to know what time it is. You got to know what time it is. And I'll tell you what time it is this morning. And I'd like to dismiss. Uh, boy, I'm, I'm just not, not firing on all cylinders this morning. Sunday school, you're dismissed. Thank you. It's time for a visit. It's time for a visit. I remember growing up. I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio for the majority of my childhood, and we lived in a little apartment complex called Pleasant Run Apartments, and we had a really fun childhood. We didn't have a lot of money. We didn't have two nickels to rub together, but we had fun. We knew how to have fun, and I remember almost every day during the summer, somebody would come knock on the door. And this is how I grew up. My friends would come knock on the door and they'd say, hey, can you come play outside? Anybody grow up like that? Can you come play outside? I remember when Nintendos came out. I hated Nintendo at first because when Nintendos came out, people stopped knocking on the door. That literally, I have a vivid memory of the door knocks stopping once my friends started playing video games. The visits stopped. And then, as you progress through time to where we are now, it's almost awkward to get an unannounced visit now. 
Who's at the door? My God, I don't know. We haven't opened it in years. Nobody called and said they were coming. Who would just come visit us without giving us an advanced notice? Mm. Hallelujah. Well, the Lord has good manners. And he always sends an announcement of his arrival before he shows up for a visit. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Whoa. Did I give you enough time to get Luke chapter 3? Let's go to Luke chapter 3, beginning with verse 3. And he came, this is talking of John the Baptist, and he came into all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made Smooth, verse 6, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Hallelujah. I have learned that when God plans to show up in a situation in my life, one of three things happens first. I either receive a word from God. How many of you have ever been praying or reading the word and you felt like God quickened you and spoke something into your spirit about something you've been dealing with? Amen. That's God sending a word to you. That's God sending an announcement to you about something he plans to do. It's important how you respond to his announcement. When God sends you an announcement and you are reading your word and God says, hey, I'm getting ready to move in that situation, that's your moment to confirm to him that he is welcome for a visit. When God says, hey, I'm getting ready to show up and do a work in the life of somebody you've been praying for, that's your moment to say, amen. God, I'm believing to see what this announcement says. I am believing that you're going to do what you are announcing to my spirit right now. Hallelujah. You ever sent somebody a text message and they didn't respond? Rude. And then you see them in person, right? And then it's that awkward moment. Because they didn't respond, right? And they know they didn't respond. And so you get the excuse, right? Oh, man, I meant to. Man, I'm so sorry. 
on my phone. I'm having problems with my phone. We've all heard that one, right? Why are they apologizing? Because you showed up even though they didn't respond. And I'm glad to tell you today that even when our response isn't perfect, he is faithful to his word. So if he said he's going to show up, if even if you didn't get it quite right, you can expect for him to show up. And when he shows up, rather than giving an excuse, why don't you just give him a welcome and say, I'm so glad you're here. I've been waiting for the day that you would arrive, that you would show up in this situation. I'm so glad that you're a prayer answering God. Sometimes he will send a word through his word or in prayer. Or sometimes he will send a man of God or a lady of God to speak to you. Have you ever been prayed for in an altar and somebody gave you a word? Amen? He will either send his word while you're reading or while you're praying, or he will send his man to deliver the word to you. Have you ever given somebody a word and you could tell they were struggling to receive that word? They just kind of looked at you like, man, I wish I could believe it. I want to believe it, but I'm not sure I believe it. They got that whole, I'll believe it when I see it kind of attitude. Mm. And that's not an indictment on anybody. Because we've all been through life and we've all been through pain and we've all walked through valleys. And sometimes our experiences bruise our faith and damage our belief and that's why God is so amazing because even when he sends me a man to give me a word and my response isn't what it should be his word never ever returns void it will accomplish what it's sent forth to do My challenge some of you on this next one. But I'm just crazy enough to believe that everything in this book is true. That's just me. And when I read the story of Cornelius, God sent him an angel to give him a word. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. And I want you to hear your pastor today. And if I'm not your pastor, then I want you to hear this preacher today. God has dispatched an angel in this city. And I'm telling you right now, he is going from house to house. He is going to the homes of every estranged, cut off, confused, disgruntled believer that is in this region and he is telling them you better get ready because God is getting ready to show up in your life. I'm telling you right now, sometimes he sends the word, sometimes he sends a man, and sometimes he sends an angel. I don't know what God has sent into your life, but I do know 
know this that if you need him and you will tune your ear to him he will send you a word right when you need it why he sent John the Baptist because sometimes we've got to prepare before the word shows up sometimes God sends an announcement what here it is watch why do we get upset when people show up at the door without calling we're not ready my God, there's laundry on the couch. Nobody's cleaned the bathroom this week. Come on, that's real life, right? We haven't got to the store yet. I got no refreshments to offer. No preparations have been made. So God sends a word in advance. And he says, get ready because a miracle's coming your way, Sister Hammond. He said, get ready because a miracle's coming to your family. He said, get ready because the answer you've been asking for is in route. This is your space of grace to make a preparation for the miracle that is on the way. December of last year, I was seeking the Lord about 2023. And I felt like the Lord spoke three things to me about this year. One of them I've preached to you already. I talked to you about a resurgence in the church. And it's already started to happen. But something else that the Lord spoke to my spirit. He said, 2023 is going to be the year of visitation. Does anybody know what that means? That means God's getting ready to show up. What do you mean, Brother Benny? I mean in situations that you have prayed about for years. Family members where it has grieved you for years that they weren't in this house. Problems that have vexed your mind and vexed the landscape of your life. Here's your announcement. God is getting ready to show up in your situation. So you better start making preparation for the miracle that is on the way. I'm telling you right now there are strongholds uh, that God uh, is going to deliver you from uh, this year. Uh, there are miracles uh, that God is going to do uh, this year. Hallelujah. Mm. I want to read to you just a little excerpt from a longer story in Genesis chapter 21. Verses 1 and 2. This is the Lord releasing an announcement into the life of Sarah. Now, this is amazing. This is Abraham's wife, Sarah, who is much, much older, past the time of childbearing. Past the time where she should expect something to happen. Ooh, 
I've served God long enough, Brother Dwight, to know that God shows up so many times past the point where we think he should or we thought he would. And I am convinced it's so that he and he alone can get the glory and the honor and the praise. Let's read this together. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. He had already sent the announcement. Mm, hallelujah. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. Our God makes good on his promises. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. Does anybody know what Sarah did when she received the announcement? She laughed. God, I'm too old. What are you talking about? Return to sender. This came to the wrong address. What do you mean, God? I'm barren. I'm older in years. There's no way. What do you mean, God? God, I hear pastor preaching right now, but he don't even know how bad the situation is. This thing's way too far gone. It's way beyond fixing. It's way beyond rectifying. It's way beyond turning around. This is a desert place. This is a barren season. It's well beyond the reach of the miraculous. And God is saying, Sister Benita, you hold on to the announcement because I'm going to do exactly what I said I would do. He is not a man that he should lie. If God said it, he will do it. And let me tell you something. When God pays a visit, everything changes. When man pays a visit, it may cheer you up. It may encourage you. But when God shows up, things change. Mountains move. Valleys close. Seas split apart. Miracles happen when God shows up in your situation. There's a lady from our church in Columbus that we used to attend. Her name is Sister Laura Hamill. And years ago, Sister Laura was barren. And we had a, a prophet brother by the name of Eli Hernandez preaching a revival. Does anybody know who Eli Hernandez was? Anybody ever heard of him before? Nobody? He had come and preached a revival in our church and he was walking down an aisle and he walked right by Sister Hamill and he looked at her and he said, God's getting ready to answer your prayer. And the doctor had told her there was no way she would ever have a child. Woo. 
Me and Sister Jennifer were youth pastors at Calvary in Columbus for 10 years. And we went to the graduation parties of every single one of her children. Because when God shows up, barren wombs begin to produce. When God shows up, springs come up in the desert. When God shows up, there is no impossibility that can stand in the way of Jesus. I'm telling you right now, I'm trying to convince somebody. I'm I'm trying to compel somebody here this morning to believe that your situation is not beyond the reach of God and he's getting ready to pay a visit hallelujah dear friend of mine and I'll be able to tell you these names later but a dear friend of mine called me yesterday and he said Vinny do you remember what you spoke to me and my wife over and over last year I said I sure do he said well it finally happened see just about three years ago a close friend of ours younger couple she had gotten pregnant and had a miscarriage and the doctor told her don't do this again don't try this again you can't have children Oh, hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost. And a few weeks ago, she felt something different in her body. And she went to the doctor. And the doctor said, guess what? You're pregnant and you're fine. And the baby's fine. And you can expect a healthy, full delivery, full recovery. Why? Because a word went forth. And when a word goes forth, God will show up to meet that word and see it through to fulfillment. Brother Brandon, words have been released into your life, into your family, and you can write it down. Habakkuk said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables. What's that mean, Brother Vinny? That means if God gives you a word, you ought to write it down because the day is coming. The day is coming when that word will be fulfilled. Just one week ago today, God started moving in families in this church. Ah. I'm not going to share people's business, but the day after Father's Day, I got multiple text messages from families whose kids had not been in service in a long time some of which had come to this altar and prayed and God moved upon them last week. Let me tell you something. That was an answer to prayers that had been prayed for years. And you better believe this. God is a finisher. So just because you may not see some of them today does not mean you will not see them again because a word was put in their spirit and now God has begun a work in their life. Everything changes when God shows up. It can change in a personal situation. 
It can change in a congregation. And it can change in a city. Man, y'all started marching around here today. If you haven't been here before, you're thinking, man, why do they do that? Let me tell you what spirit came on them today. Mm. It was a Jericho victory spirit that came on them today. Because there's people in this room right now under the sound of my voice that have been believing God for a city-wide, a region-wide, a county-wide revival for a long time. And let me tell you why y'all, you may not have even thought of it, but the reason your feet began to move and you begin to walk in circles is because you sense something beginning to crumble that has stood in the way for a long time you begin to sense that there were walls that have opposed you for generations that are beginning to fracture I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost today that Jesus is getting ready to visit this city that Jesus is going to visit this county Jesus is going to visit your home, your family your issue your situation and he he is going to do a miracle in your life. Yes. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Dwight. God is about to visit the barrenness of his church. And open the womb of his bride to produce like never before. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. All flesh. Oh, but you don't you don't know them. I may not know them by name, but I know his name and I know his word. And if it says all flesh, it means all flesh. Had the the joy of preaching junior high camp this year out at Buckeye Lake and we had just around 220, I think junior high campers that were there this week and on Wednesday night God filled 13 of them with the gift of the Holy Ghost in a span of about five minutes why are you saying that I'm saying that to say this that that chapel we have over there isn't just a chapel it's a multi-purpose room see because there's going to be a youth group that gathers in there with a whole bunch of Holy Ghost filled teenagers that are on fire for God that are doing Bible studies in their school that are witnessing to their friends there's Sunday school rooms downstairs that are going to be full of joy and laughter and learning why because God's visiting the city 
God's walking down the street and he's pulling on families and he's knocking on doors and he is declaring in this territory there will be a church there will be a wellspring of life this will be a place where I pour out of my spirit upon all flesh There's going to be a visitation in your ministry. Mm. You know what I see when I look out in this congregation right now? I see dormant ministries. Man, I'm telling you, I got so much clarity in the Holy Ghost right now, it's not even funny. I can look down every single one of these rows, and it's like God is just showing me things that have been sitting dusty on the shelf of your life that he never intended to stay there. Let me tell you something right now. If you'll make the preparation, you'll experience the visitation. God's going to show up, and there's going to be a visitation in your ministry. God did not create you to be idle but he created you to be fruitful be fruitful and multiply there's gonna there's gonna be a visitation in your finances oh is he a prosperity preacher yep because I don't believe in being a penny costal. Oh, uh-oh, just bumped up right against the stronghold right here. But let me tell you something. I don't ever back down from it. I'm not afraid of strongholds. I'm not afraid of things that are in our minds, in our city, in our culture, or in our families that hold us back. Because when you release the kingdom of God in your life, you're saying, God, I want you to move in every area of my understanding, every area of my faith, every area of my expectation, every area of my spirit. I prophesy their will there will be a visitation in the finances of the kingdom of God that will bless you for the furtherance of the kingdom of God you know when God blesses us financially it's not so I can just raise my standard of living but it's so I can raise my standard of giving I've seen the bottom of my bank account many, many times. But let me tell you something. I don't serve God like this. I serve God like this with an open hand. And he just, he shall supply all, all, all your needs according to his riches and glory. I'm not afraid of any recession or any financial downturn in our economy. You know why? Because I know Jehovah my provider and he is not restricted or relegated by the circumstance of our world when God visits your finance you will be provided for there's going to be a visitation in your influence 
And what God put in my spirit here just a few moments ago, he said, tell them to get ready for God moments. Ah. You know what a God moment is, Brother Blankenship? God's going to put people, ah, I feel the Holy Ghost, right? I'm prophesying to you. God's going to put men of great influence in your path. And he's going to open the door of conversation for you to begin to speak to them. One God, Jesus name, baptism, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. I see tethers from your life into the lives of men of influence in this community. You better get ready because God is getting ready ready to visit your influence he's going to create God moments for you to speak up and be bold and tell people what God is doing in your city hallelujah Uh, there's going to be a visitation and this has already started in the lives of backsliders There are people, you hear me right now. Is that the camera that's looking at me? I'm talking to every person online that's watching from a distance that isn't here because you've been too afraid to come back. You've had questions in your mind of whether or not you could come back. I'm telling you right now, come home. Come home. Come home. I know the Lord's been knocking on your heart. I know he's been speaking to you. I know he's been reaching for you. I'm telling you right now that the Father's house is open. And he wants you uh, to come home in Jesus' name. Uh, I've mentioned this to you before. I know many of you already know. When Paul came to Ephesus, it shook up the entire economy of that city. Greed and corruption were no longer able to profit on idolatry. And the Bible says... You know, that should be at the front of a lot more of your sentences. Well, they said, well, she said, well, he said, well, what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about it? Hey, I love you, but what you have to say about it is not as important to me as what he has to say about it. And the Bible says it created no small stir in that city. Honey, you better buckle up because God's shaking things up in this hour. Why? Because he's getting ready for the greatest visitation that the world has ever seen. It is the day of the latter rain. close with this illustration it was uh, a few months ago probably a little longer than that I was on my way to fly somewhere and I was sitting in the airport waiting on my plane and I was uh, it was all day travel and I had to preach the same night and I was going I was going to California I was on my way to the west coast that's where I was 
And I was sitting in the San Francisco airport waiting to get on a smaller plane to go somewhere else. And, and I had to preach in just a few hours. And I was really excited about what the Lord had put in my spirit. And so I wanted to focus. And I was, I was sitting there at the gate uh, just kind of looking over some notes and, and, and getting in the word and uh, just trying to hear from God. And, and you know what I did? Does anybody here have like earbuds or AirPods or noise-canceling headphones? Yeah. Let me, tell, let me just give you a pro tip here. If you're waiting on a plane, don't put on noise-canceling headphones. Just take it from a veteran, okay? It's not a good idea. Because I was sitting about this far from the door I was supposed to walk through to get on the plane. And I was completely engrossed with my notes and my study. And I had my noise-canceling AirPods on. And my phone was sitting on the padded seat next to me on vibrate. A lot of good that did me. And as I'm studying... As I'm reading, as I'm just getting super excited, I look up just in time to see them close the door to the jet bridge. I thought, my God, where did the time go? I'd been sitting there for an hour. Felt like five minutes. I picked up my phone. I had all these missed messages from United Airlines. The guy at the counter 10 feet from me called my phone to try to get my attention. What are you trying to say, Brother Vinny? I'm trying to tell you that you can get caught up doing good stuff. You can get caught. I got the spirit of Brother Dwight on me today. Hallelujah. You can get caught up doing good things. But you can be so engrossed and busy. That you miss the announcement. And that door is open. And they're waiting. And they're calling. And they're looking. Would you stand with me? They close that door, and if you don't know anything about air travel, when they close the door to the jet bridge, they will not open it. Period. I ran, Brother Dwight, to the car rental station, rented a car, drove way faster than I'm supposed to drive, for hours and I got there in about five minutes before church I got to where I was going but I paid a price I didn't need to pay I made it harder on myself because I wasn't tuned in to the announcement and I feel the Lord speaking to us today saying hey Turn the noise canceling off. Lay the weights down. Move aside your distraction. Because I'm getting ready to pay you a visit. I'm getting ready to show up. 
and I don't want you to be caught off guard. I want you to be ready because I'm already on the way. Brother Cole, I'm glad you're here. I don't want to embarrass you, but I'm really good at doing stuff like that. I'm so glad you're here. But God has only just begun what he's going to do in your life. Mm. I'm so glad you're here. I was looking forward to seeing you again. But let me tell you something. You're not a visitor. You're part of the family. Mm. And God's getting ready to show up in your life. Hey, there's things you've been asking God for. I'm talking to you. There's things you've been asking God for. And I'm telling you right now, God's going to answer those prayers. He has heard. There's prayers you've prayed under your breath in passing behind the wheel of your car that nobody else heard. But God heard it. And God is going to move in that situation. How many of you have something, some area, some person in your life today that you need God to pay a visit to? If that's you, I'm going to invite you to just step out of your row and into your aisle or you can come up to the front. But I just, I, what I'm inviting you to do is to respond to the announcement. You can come up here. You can step in your row. You could just go and stand with somebody else and pray with them. But do something. Take somebody by the hand. Get near somebody else. Do something to respond to the announcement that God has released into your life today. And if you are ready. Hear me. I got one more thing I'm going to say. Sometimes we don't know to expect until somebody alerts us to expect. God had to tell Sarah, you are living without expectation right now. But you need to change your mindset and convert it into expectation because nothing's going to happen with the mindset you have right now. You need to start expecting and it's real comfortable to live without expectation because you can't be disappointed but some of you need to shake off past disappointments and say God I'm ready to grab a hold of expectation in my life because I believe what pastor preached today and I'm going to be looking for your visitation I am looking for your arrival if you want that in your life would you just raise your hands right now would you just close your eyes and begin to pray begin to cry out to God let the spirit of the Lord move on you let God begin to minister to you let expectation begin to show up in your spirit right now
Thanks for joining with us today. Be sure to check us out online at greaterfaith.church or find us on Facebook by searching My Greater Faith. There you can watch this sermon and others, as well as live stream all available services. If you like what you heard today, be sure to follow our podcast for new sermons and Bible studies as they become available. Greater Faith. Everyone's welcome. Nobody's perfect. And anything's possible. Thank you.